Welcome to Best Served, a podcast recognizing unsung hospitality heroes. Join Chef Jensen Cummings as he chops it up with industry leaders about the humans who've impacted their lives and careers. From childhood guides, to ass-kicking mentors, to the team members in the trenches that make it all happen. Help us celebrate these rock stars by sharing our show and nominating your own unsung hospitality heroes. Connect with us on social media at Best Served Podcast. Now here is your host. What's up, everybody? Jensen Cummings here. Thank you, as always, for tuning in. Today's Best Served Podcast 374, talking with Kelly Fisher on how we reckon with our past and leave restaurants better than we found them. This is a compelling, compelling topic for me. Uh, This is an exciting episode for a very unique reason. The reason that we're having this episode, Kelly has been on the show before, somebody who I've been connected with through the pandemic and have followed uh, the work that Kelly is doing. However, this article that I wrote called, and I'm going to read a couple times. I know I don't ever do this. I'm a no script kind of person, but what role will each of us play in where restaurants go from here? And it's very much like a confessional. I talk a lot about the struggles that I've had, the things that I've contributed to this industry in a negative way and and being able to reconcile that and try and build something different. We have to come from a place where to be able to fix a problem, you have to recognize and acknowledge that you have a problem. And so I, I want to read I want to read a little excerpt so you get an idea of kind of the tenor, the feeling of this. Very emotional. It's hard for me to write. Uh, Sophie did a great job of helping me turn it into proper English, but it very much was just kind of stream of consciousness. But I want to read this one part to you. Uh, I ponder what being a chef means when I look at my young children. Will they become the sixth generation of our family to take up the charge of feeding their community? If they do, I hope I can hold my head high knowing that I left it better than I found it. That was very much kind of the the idea here is, you know, being a fifth generation chef restaurateur, I look at my, especially my two sons who are seven and five, would I want them to be the sixth generation? And unfortunately, up until a few years ago, and still potentially today, my answer is no. So I, I needed to do something about it. And some of it was looking back, and some of it is looking forward. But then this is really great. This is why Kelly's on. And this is one of the reasons I, I love Kelly. She always speaks her mind, willing to jump into any conversation. And I said this, I'm in search of those change makers wherever I find them, often where most people aren't looking. In a comment to one of my posts, a few choice words in a reply, a question in a DM, a thoughtful post on social media from somebody, maybe you. Kelly commented, I would love, 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 three loves to talk to you about this. I said, why not? Let's set up a phone call. Actually, let's set up a podcast episode. Okay, here we go. Let's bring Kelly in here because that's what we're doing. We are, Kelly, we're, we're, we're catching up. Just a quick call, you and me, that now thousands and thousands of people are going to be a part of. I'm so grateful that you were game for this. I love it. So thank you, Kelly. Thanks for being here. What a setup. Thanks for having me. I know. I'm very, very excited uh, just to have seen your trajectory. And uh, and especially you made a big life change from going from the desert to Miami, Florida, going from you know the restaurant to now you're like R&D manager. I don't even know what that means. Sounds very exciting. You are, I see you posting pictures of beautiful people on the beach going to the food truck like all these things are amazing to me so i'm so so excited 
Uh, but let's get into it. Let's talk about this. Uh, really, honestly, first, why did you make the, the, the comments? What compelled you to kind of do that? And then we're going to get into what you want to talk about. Yeah, I love that. Um, I read pretty much every article that that pops up from Best Served um, one because they're you know five to seven minutes, and I have the attention span and the time for that. Um, but I also I find that they answer questions that maybe I didn't know I had, or they're asking questions that I've had you know passed through my head at some point, but I've never actually vocalized. So I'm reading this article, and so much of it is resonating and clicking. And uh, obviously, we have very very different pasts, but a lot of the same sentiments of you know, when I started in this industry, I was not the person I am today. And there's a lot of regret and a lot of shame and a lot of negativity around that. Um, and I saw you posing all these questions and um, for some reason felt a little bit compelled to, to try to answer that um, in, in maybe a little bit simpler way than most people would expect. But I think I'm simpler than most people uh, uh, expect to come come forward with. Yeah. We make it too complicated. I make it too complicated far too often. And sometimes it's real, real simple. And so I, I appreciate that. And so like, let's get into that. You also then as as we just communicated quickly kind of before uh, getting on to this was that we needed kind of reckon with our past. And you said something you said in a in a public way, kind of like allowing that to be a public arena for that. And what did you mean by that? And why do you think it's important for us to to reconcile with our past in a, in a public way? One thing that resonated with me so strongly in what you wrote, and then when I look at just our society at large, um, culturally, I think that we spend so much time denying the facts of history, uh, denying the truth of what we have endured or what we have made other people endure. And I think that we haven't put value collectively, either as a society or as an industry, on the, the weight that it holds to actually reflect, reflect and take ownership and say, hey, I did that. I was that bad thing. I did that bad thing. I own that bad performance or, or that conversation or whatever that was. Because showing that to other people, especially the people who we are, we are charged to care for, right? Yes. We don't just feed our communities, but we also employ our communities. Yes. And when I think about the fact that so many people are so focused on looking forward, which I think is really, really important, we don't understand the value in the story that you told, which is that reflective, I'm going to own my past self, I'm going to own my bad behavior, I'm going to own my good stuff too, because I've brought great things to the table and ideas and ingenuity, right? But there's so much value in telling the story and showing other people that even if you have that bad story, even if you were that chef who threw things or who yelled, or you were that, you know, manager who like me, like I had a, I had an answer for, I had a problem for every solution, right? Yes. Um, showing people that you were able to get through that and learn from that. And like, you're still doing okay. You still have a podcast. You're still a manager of something, yeah. right? I think that shows people that it's okay to take that risk. And, and so I would challenge maybe just a little bit that it's, it's in some ways actually a little better than we found it because there's safety in people like you emerging to tell that story and for other people to hear that publicly and recognize that and go, oh my gosh, like, and, and it's okay. And people still like this guy and people still want to work with this guy. Right. I think, I think we deny I mean, that's the value up for debate. that. that. <laughs> <laughs> from what I hear. 
Yeah, um, right? I, think, I just think there's so much value in that, that we we gloss over societally. And I think in this industry, if we we recognize the sentiment and the 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 feeling of that, not just what we produce every day, but what we do every day. Oof. Yeah, what you put on the plate is not who you are. And that there's two things that really resonate with me and, and tell me if I'm kind of on the right track. One of the things that I think feeds what you're talking about is I call it the facade. The facade of hospitality is is important. Like the duck on the pond idea of like the guest having a great experience. Like there's there's strength and nobility in that. Absolutely. At what cost? And that's the question that we haven't asked. And I, I joke about it and I talk about, you know, smile, it's part of your uniform, leave your shit at the door. You're only as good as your next plate up, that these are the tropes that we perpetuate. But there's a reality of the juxtaposition that we need to be able to like reconcile with in this moment. So I, th I think about that a lot. <laughs> I think about that a lot. When I say that, is 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 that part of it? Is there something that we can learn from how we give some self-hospitality without that somehow degrading the guest experience? For sure. I think when I try to approach it, especially from a from a leadership perspective as, through a shift, right? Trying to, to get to the end of Thanksgiving or get to the end of this Friday night. Um, but also in the in the capacity that I'm at, which, you know, as an R&D manager, I'm more on the, the quote unquote corporate side of things, developing training materials and developing sure. recipes and all of that. I'm thinking more about my end user being the line cook and the dishwasher and the hostess and less about the end user being the guest. Mm -hmm. And not because the guest isn't valuable or important, they are, but we've seen that we can't take care of guests without team members, right? Like we're trying to do that collectively right now and it's going very, very badly. So mm -hmm. if we build and structure the conversation in whatever room we can get into, and my whole goal is like, I want to get into the highest room that I can so that there's always a host in that room. So there's mm -hmm. always a dishwasher in that room, right? So there's always an operator in that yes. room who's going, I can't do this thing that you're asking me to do. I think if we think about the team member more than the guest, and I hesitate to say that a little bit because I know the guest pays the bills, but the, the team members like write the checks, right? Yep. Without them and without putting more thought and intention into their experience, there's no, there's no hope. Yeah, you see restaurants having to close days of the week or services so that guests can't pay the bills because we don't have that internal hospitality built in. I, I completely agree. Betsy worked for, for Marriott for a long time and, and they have something that I thought was interesting. Uh, you, you, I think they call them associates. You take care of the associates, associate, take care of the guest. the guest comes back. Well, that's simple enough. And so it's like flipping that paradigm a little bit, which we haven't done enough of. The second part that I think about when I hear you talking is it's really hard to unpack the joy and the pain of our past. Because when I think about some of those moments of the dumb shit that I was responsible for, that I didn't understand my role as a leader, that I didn't understand the responsibility, that I didn't understand who I was actually meant to be of service to. And then I think of those times and or, or even, you know, personal stuff, waking up in my car in the parking structure of one of the restaurants in downtown that I worked at because I'd gotten so fucked up because I had said some inappropriate stuff and, and ridiculed one of my team members, whatever. I was trying to bury that stuff. Mm -hmm. I think back to those times, though, some of the people that are still important in my life that I have the best memories with were right there in those moments. 
So how can I look back at those fond memories and think poorly of them because they also were directly connected to some of the worst memories? So like, talk about that for a moment. It's hard to separate the the joy from the pain sometimes when we do think about our past. There's, it's so funny you say this. You just took me back to, I don't know, maybe ninth grade. Um, there's this Jason Mraz song, which I don't know if you've, <laughs> that, wow, that is an artist who hasn't popped up in a minute. Um, but he's got this song, Life is Beautiful, and I haven't heard it in years, so I don't know the lyrics, but he goes into um, how the opposites can be true, right? It takes light to make dark. It takes a crane to build a crane. It takes sad for, you know, it takes good for, for it takes bad for satisfaction. And I think that we have to be able to hold the opposites in truth at the same time, that the parts of me that are the worst parts of me, the parts that might be super critical, that might be super firm, that might not be adaptive to change are also the best parts of me. They're the parts of me that make me come up with a really strong execution plan for this last minute event we have to do. And right. And that's, that's me. That's every single person on your team. That's every dishwasher, every line cook, every manager, every person who you surround yourself with the thing that drives you crazy about them. I promise you is also the thing that makes them really great at what they do. That's it. That was good mic drop. That was let's 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 we're gonna start to wrap this. That right there, and this speaks to what you talk about a lot. I, I see you kind of putting stuff out there saying, here's another fucking guy trying to put me in my place for some bullshit. Because and and I'm gonna use this language, not because it's my language, but because this is what gets projected. The only way you can concede as a woman is to be a, a callous bitch. Taylor Swift had a great thing to say. She talks about in the music industry, I think this is true in, in the restaurant industry. Yeah, Taylor Swift, T-Swift, dropping nuggets. We're, do, we're doing a good job today. Pop I love it. Sure. You said Jason Mraz, so I want to go there too. Said if, if, uh, if a man does something in the industry, it's strategic. If a woman does the same thing, it's calculated, right? And so we use language to put people in their place. Uh -huh. And so I appreciate you pointing some of that out because I see you say that. I'm like, yeah, respect. Like, that's exactly right. Now, I also know that for myself, I've had to be a caricature of myself to play into the toxic masculinity that is perpetuated within this industry. So like we continuously are looping that cycle to be something that we're supposed to be that doesn't actually work. So what the fuck are we doing? Stop, break that cycle and do something different. Look back, do it publicly if that's what you need to be able to do. And then we can actually build something for the future. So Kelly, amazing. I love this. What a great, just quick catch up you and I could have. Uh, let's do some more of these. Please, please, please. All right, Absolutely. Kelly, let's get, let's get you back to the beach. Really appreciate you being on. Thanks for having me. Cheers. Bye. All right, everybody. Love. Kelly Fisher, great, great voice for our industry. Uh, definitely make sure. And uh, when you're in Miami, Florida next time, go check out Soul, the uh, food truck on the beach there. Again, Besser Podcast 374. Kelly Fisher on how we reckon with our past and leave restaurants better than we found them. In the comments, there will be a link to the full article. You can check that article. I would love your comment on that article. Maybe that lands you on this show. And we're on every Tuesday, 4 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Mountain. That's it. I appreciate you all. Let's build something better together. Cheers. Thanks for listening to the Best Served Podcast. Subscribe to our show and connect with us on social media at Best Served Podcast. Tune in next week to discover more unsung hospitality heroes.